Now, the making of a good compilation tape is a very subtle art. Are you ready? Yes. No, babe, are you ready? Do you know what a cassette is? Play it. Don't you want to hear what's next? I don't hear any music. I made that tape special for today. So, music? A show where we basically create a mixtape for you, like we did in the 90s. I just, I thought this tape was going to be a conversation stimulator. Cassette, cassette, cassette. Welcome to the mixtape. Every week we are serving up an hour-long mixtape. 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 Las Vegas. Las Vegas. 90.3 KRNU, welcome to the mixtape. We have a brand new mix this week, and I'm all by myself, because honestly, we just needed to put out an episode. I feel it deeply in my bones. I need to talk to you about music, so I'm just going to keep doing it, and it's Vegas week, baby. Vegas, baby, Vegas! So, we're talking about Vegas all the bands from Sin City, and it should be a pretty dope one. We're going to kick off the show with Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons formed in Las Vegas. Dan, the lead singer, is from Vegas. He met Andrew, the drummer, at Brigham Young. They started playing in 2008. Now, they are pretty widely known as a Mormon band. Dan did a stint on his Mormon mission uh, in Nebraska, so that's kind of interesting. I believe he was in Omaha. So the band formed in 2008 and made some EPs. Then in 2012, put out an absolute monster called Night Visions with the Grammy Award winning single Radioactive. They toured for a couple of years on that one. Singles, It's Time, Demons, you got it. You've heard of Imagine Dragons. So after toiling away on tour, they wrote Smoke and Mirrors. You know, no big deal, like millions of album sales, millions of single song sales, no biggie at all. That one had I Bet My Life, Roots, huge album. Then came Evolve and the singles Believer and Thunder. Will the hits ever stop for Imagine Dragons? No. No, they will not. They are the perfect kind of arena rock thing. They are pop. They are rock. They are alternative. They are a lot of things. And you might think they are overexposed and a little played out or whatever. But I'd like to introduce you to loving, once again, Imagine Dragons, because honestly, they're pretty good. It's good pop music. So let's do this. This is Radioactive, Imagine Dragons on the Las Vegas Mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
90.3 KRNU, that one was from 702, named after the area code of Las Vegas, because this is the Las Vegas mixtape. Amazing. We love 702. That song was from their first release called No Doubt, came out in 1996, and of course the song Where My Girl's At. It was on a couple of different soundtracks. 702 did not go away. They uh, released an album in, I think it was 2003, called Star that was really good. Had a lot of guest stars on it. Um, It was pretty excellent. And then they've all kind of gone their own way since. So, you know, gone but not forgotten. 702. I love that song. Let's stay with the ladies of Las Vegas and talk about Jenny Lewis. Jenny Lewis, born in Las Vegas in 1978. She's an actress and a singer. She got her start in Jell-O commercials. <laughs> Lovely. And uh, she was in TV shows like Roseanne and the Golden Girls in the 80s and 90s. Later, in the movie Pleasantville and a few others, including the animated movie Bolt. The music side of things is quite good. So um, you probably know Jenny Lewis from here on 90.3 KRNU, but she joined her friends Pierre, Dave, and Blake to form Rilo Kylie. That band was an indie darling, a little bit country, a lot cool. And they were the band that your coolest friend knew, but no one else had ever heard of. In 2004, Nebraska's coolest indie artist, Connor Oberst, started working with her, and that collab included Ben Gibbard of Death Cab for Cutie fame and the Postal Service, the Watson Twins, so it's just like awesome on cool, on amazing, on you wouldn't understand. Jenny Lewis has been solo. She's been in bands. She's done duos. 
She has a lot of great projects, and we play her a lot here on 90.3 KRNU, but she's also from Las Vegas, which is our mixtape theme. This is a cover. It's the Traveling Wilburys song Handle With Care on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. Been beat up and battered round Been sent up and I've been shot down You're the best thing that I've ever found Handle me with care Reputation's changeable Situation's tolerable
90.3 KRNU. If that doesn't make you happy, I don't know what will. And of course, right now with Mickey Joseph as the Huskers head coach, this song has been everywhere. That was Hey Mickey from Tony Basil. Tony is from Vegas, or at least she was raised in Vegas. I think she was born in Philly, but uh, she was raised in Vegas. We're going to call her Vegas. She graduated from Las Vegas High School, and that's good enough for me. She was, in fact, a head cheerleader and already known by the name Tony, even though her name is Antonia Christina. She is a noted choreographer and had a huge dance career. She choreographed episodes of The Monkees and of The Carol Burnett Show. She also choreographed and co-directed with David Byrne the music video for Once in a Lifetime by The Talking Heads. But she had a music career alongside it, kind of a la Paula Abdul, that sort of thing, or maybe Paula Abdul is a la Tony Basil. She sings, she dances, she dances, and she sings. Her recording career began in 1966, but her only major hit was Hey Mickey, little 1980s bop. This week on the mixtape, we're talking about groups, people, bands from Sin City. Sure, we've got Elvis, we've got Wayne Newton, we've got Britney Spears and Cher and all the residencies, but those aren't from the desert. They weren't raised in the desert, quite like Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco. Panic at the Disco did form in Las Vegas in 2004. Brendan Urie, a bunch of other dudes. So they were in high school, rocking out like you do. And they noticed that the music scene in Vegas wasn't great. Most of the town is not the Strip, as well you know. You know, if you go visit Vegas, you're going to the Strip. But most of the town is just people trying to live their life. So they decided to start a band. They shared a practice space with other bands. Lots of death metal, too. And we're going to play a little metal later in this episode, don't you worry. But their sound was kind of taking a different tack. They, especially early Panic at the Disco stuff, you'll hear a lot of Beatles references in there, a lot of 1960s sort of Beach Boys, Beatles harmonies and sounds. And they signed to a record label called Fueled by Ramen through a, a chance Pete Wentz encounter. Who among us hasn't had a chance Pete Wentz encounter. Anyway, in 2005, they released A Fever You Can't Sweat Out, which was a dance, punk, piano, pop, drama thing. And they toured with Fallout Boy, once again, Pete Wentz encounter. In 2008, they came out with Pretty Odd, which to me is the most Sgt. Peppers-esque record that they did, very beatly. A few band members fell away during that time, leaving Panic at the Disco, a trio, in 2010, for Vices and Virtues. By the time we got to Death of the Bachelor phase, now we're kind of just left with Brendan Urie as being really the figurehead of the band and some writers, and uh, but n- no real band members. It's sort of Brendan Urie's show. He is the only member still today of the pop band we all know and love as Panic at the Disco. And here's the thing I love about Panic at the Disco. It, sort of similar to, but not the same as, Imagine Dragons is pop and it's rock and it's alternative, but there is this campy, like zhuzhed up queen-esque thing about Panic that I just find so intensely likable, you know? Also, Brendan Urie can do backflips. That man sings, he dances, he does it. Their release, Pray for the Wicked, in 2018 yielded a ton of hits, including Say Amen Saturday Night, High Hopes, Hey Look My Made It, and more. Most recent release is Viva Las Vengeance that came out just a couple months ago. So let's do some Panic at the Disco. Brendan Urie, creative genius, great backflipper, you know, a Las Vegas original. This is I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. It's the Las Vegas Mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. Well, imagine as I'm pacing the pews in a church corridor and I can't help but to hear No, I can't help but to hear in exchanging of words What a beautiful wedding What a beautiful wedding Says a bridesmaid to a waiter But what a shame What a shame the poor groom's bride is all I chime in with a haven't you people ever heard of Closing a damn door No, it's much better to face these kinds of things With a sense of poison rationality I chime in Haven't you people ever heard of Closing a damn door No, much better to face these kinds of things With a sense of Well, in fact Well, I'll look at it this way I mean, technically our marriage is saved Thank you. 
90.3 KRNU Panic at the Disco on this Vegas mixtape. Now we're talking about bands and artists from Las Vegas and the desert is hot. I don't know if you're aware of that. Um, It being hot means that there's a great deal of metal coming from that side of the country. Not too surprising. If I was that hot all the time, I would definitely be playing metal. We're going to play two metal bands from Las Vegas. The first is 80s hair metal, and I love it. So let's talk about Slaughter. Slaughter, formed in Las Vegas by Mark Slaughter. Yes, that is his name. I know. He had to start a band just because of that, I'm pretty sure. Like, that's the rules. So he and the bassist Dana Strum, not his real name, started the band after their former member, Vinnie Vincent, went away. Vinnie Vincent was in Kiss. He replaced Ace Freely in 1982. Okay, so back to Slaughter. They formed, adding a few more members, and put out an album called Stick It To You in 1990. It was a heady time for music like this. We did love the hair metal. In 1990, this album was huge. Like, 1988 to 1991 was the heyday of this sort of thing. Uh, Flight of the Angels was a big one for Slaughter, Up All Night. They were even on Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. That was a hell of a soundtrack. And I'm going to tell you this, uh, the late 80s, early 90s, also a really good time for soundtracks. In 1992, they put out another, oh no, 1992 we know that that's pretty notable because music had totally changed between 1990 and 1992. Grunge was here. It was on its way uh, to becoming the only kind of rock music any of us cared about. And this Vegas style hair metal was falling out of fashion. So that 1992 record, not successful, but not terrible. So they put out another album in 1994. Now we are squarely in Slaughter is Not a Thing Anymore territory, bad timing, but the guitar player got popped for drugs at that time and the bassist had a motorcycle accident, so the album got delayed. Finally, it was put out in 95 on a different label. So basically, just the music landscape had changed. Slaughter continued to kick all the ass that they had kicked before, but, you know, people just weren't buying it in the same way. And they're by no means the only band that this happened to. You know, if you look at Warrant or any of the other kind of hair bands that were huge in the late 80s and early 90s, grunge really was the death knell for them. Slaughter did keep putting out albums, finally in the 2000s, came back into favor on that nostalgia circuit, touring with other bands like Vixen and Skid Row and Rat. Not bad for some dudes from Las Vegas with the most kick-ass last name ever, Slaughter. So we're going to do some Slaughter now because Vegas is all about the metal. This is Up All Night on the Las Vegas Mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
KRNU five finger death punch or the number five FDP if you prefer or FFDP whatever Las Vegas heavy metal band five finger death punch they've been out for I don't know probably 15 16 years at this point and have done huge business on the active rock radio circuit five finger death punch has come to the Nebraska Lincoln Omaha metro area many many times people love them around here They rock hard, guys, and they're from Vegas. I'm pretty sure their first big break, touring-wise, was on Korn's Family Values Tour, which is just a good time. I went to that tour a couple of times, and I'm going to tell you, it was pretty fun. I never saw Five Finger Death Punch at that time, but I have seen them a couple of times since. Five Finger has nine albums. Way of the Fist was the first one in 2007. That was a Circa Family Values Tour. War is the Answer, American Capitalist, and then they had Wrong Side of Heaven and Righteous Side of Hell, Volumes 1 and 2. Got Your Six in 2015, and Justice for None, which is a playoff of Metallica's Injustice for All in 2018. F8, and then Afterlife was released uh, earlier this year, 2022. 
Five Finger Death Punch is a metal band, but they do have sort of this deserty groove metal sound. And um, if you like that sort of thing, I would recommend going back to a band called Caius. Caius is uh, not from Vegas, but they are from Palm Desert. So it's all just a very like groove metal, stoner rock, desert rock. Oh, oh, and by the way, I don't know if y'all knew Escape the Fate is also from Vegas, if you're into that sort of thing. Oh, and so is Neo, if you like R&B and soul. Or fedoras. On the Las Vegas mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. All right, time to wrap up this Las Vegas mixtape with my personal favorite from the list. We've had heavy hitters. I get it. Panic at the Disco, Imagine Dragons. These are huge bands. But this next band, I think, was so important and formative for the music scene in Vegas, and that is The Killers. The Killers formed in Las Vegas in 2001. Their name is actually taken from the New Order Crystal video. The fake band in that video is called The Killers. So the 
the killers kind of brought this synthesizer indie rock thing to music that the Vegas scene was kind of lacking at the time. In their early 2000s, there was still a bunch of new metal and rap in Vegas. The Killers took a more straightforward style on their first album, Hot Fuss. Very similar to The Strokes and Jet, but decidedly unique. You could definitely hear the difference between The Strokes, which had a very New York sensibility, and The Killers, whose music had a lot of space to it. And I think the expanse of the desert I don't know, sort of plays into that in some way. But I love Hot Fuss. It's a great record front to back. It was huge. Somebody told me, Mr. Brightside, you know, Hot Fuss. The album and its various songs totaled five Grammy nominations between 2005 and 2006. It went three times platinum. I think it's probably on its way to four now. And in uh, 2006, they went back into the studio for Sam's Town, named after a Vegas casino. Then they released Day and Age, and the single Human. Are we human or are we dancer? The question no one ever asked and still has not. The Killers went on hiatus until 2011, but they have been back and more Springsteenier than ever. More Springsteeny? Springsteeny esque? You get it. It's Bruce Springsteen. Uh, Battleborn was a really good record. Also, the name of their studio in Nevada. Uh, they had a greatest hits because you got to, right? Then they had Wonderful Wonderful in 2017, Imploding the Mirage in 2020, and then the one that just came out last year called Pressure Machine. I love this record, but it is 100% Springsteen-y, Springsteen-esque, Springsteen-eration, whatever. I'm turning Bruce Springsteen into a verb, and the killers are that verb. So if you like the killers and you like Bruce Springsteen, you will love, love that album. Let's go back to a killer's classic, This Is When You Were Young, on the Vegas Mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. This is...
Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. 90.3 KRNU, The Killers, to wrap up this Las Vegas mixtape. I'm so happy you went to Vegas with me today. What happens in Vegas is rock music. Oh, you thought I was going to say the other thing. Yeah, I got it. We'll have a new mixtape soon. Thanks for joining me. Or refusing of the lights This is Radio Clash on Pirate Satellite